Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. So last week, Josh was talking about um, Nehemiah. We're in this series called The Gap. And it's all about looking at, at these vulnerabilities in our lives and in the lives of people around us, like at school and things like that. So, so there's these gaps in our lives where it's like, view it as an open door, like a thief could get in and steal from you. They could steal what God has intended for you. But the same thing in your schools or in the people around you, there's this gap where a thief could get in and take Okay, so we're talking about Nehemiah. Nehemiah, I mean, this happened a long time ago. This is a different time, back when there was kings and stuff like that. But it applies directly to us today, especially your generation, especially my generation. And it directly, directly ties into what Jesus did for you and for me. And so we're going we're gonna to revisit chapter 1. So what's happening is Nehemiah runs into some people he knows, and he asks them, he goes, hey, how are things back home? like where his family was from, where, where his loved ones were. And he goes, how are things back there? Because this is when they didn't have social media, they didn't have news broadcasts or anything like that, so they had to ask people, right? And so, and so he asked them, how are things going? And they were like, it's bad, dude. It's really bad. Bad news. The people there are in trouble. And so just to like stir the pot and get you guys thinking and empathizing with Nehemiah, think about one time when you received bad news about people you love. I want you to just think about that and chew on that for a second. Think about a time that you received bad news about people you love. Okay, that feeling, that's Nehemiah's feeling. A heartbreak. A heartbreak. His heart's broken. And so he prays to God. He prays to God, and what he does next is what I want to talk about tonight. And so we're going to pick up in chapter 2. Read along with me. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Agartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartagartag
Let me go back and help them. Let me rebuild that city. And that's a tall order. This is a guy. This isn't chief industries going to rebuild the city. This is one guy going, I love those people so much. And I'm so sad about what happened. Let me go rebuild it. I want you to see that heartbreak demands action from a kingdom worker. Heartbreak demands action from a kingdom worker. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you for the students that are here tonight. Um, thank you for what you are doing in their lives. And, and maybe they're going through challenges. Maybe they're going through heartbreak and struggle. And chances are they probably are because that's life. And so I pray tonight that you open our hearts and that you show us what you want us to see and that you use me to help explain to them how much you love them because I'm a broken man too. And we're all learning how to do this together. It's in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen, 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 amen. Okay, so I think we waste heartbreak. I think we waste energy in our lives. Now, hear me out. I think we let some things tear us up inside that don't deserve to tear us up inside. Like, for example, do we have any Saints fans in the house? Yeah, not good. Do we have any Vikings fans in the house? All right, a few. Congratulations. I, you guys would be proud. I actually, I have no emotional connection to football whatsoever, but I saw what was happening on the TV, and I went, oh, I'll watch. <laughs> That's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Okay, so sometimes we get kind of like worked up about things that don't deserve being worked up about. My type A people, you get that C on that paper, and then you start arguing with the teacher. You bring the drama. You bring your mom, too, and you just pound it in the ground. But you get an A in the class anyways. It's like, what did it matter? Chill out a little bit. <laughs> Live life. You know, you earned the C. So, like, you know, like we kind of wasted heartbreak in that moment. Or... Or, here's another example, how many of you have ever thrown a video game controller? Yeah, be honest, be honest, yes. Okay, all the middle school boys are like, <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, okay, so here's the deal about throwing a video game controller after you get rid of the nine-year-old's voice that just smoked you in whatever game you're playing, <laughs> right? Um, you realize that you broke your video game controller and now you can't play video games <laughs> anymore. You're like, what should I go do? Play with hoops and sticks out in the yard? What do I, what is a boy to do, right? Okay, so here's another one. This might touch a nerve. Um, what about the heartbreak, this, this drama that happens? You just think your life is absolutely falling apart when you're receiving this punishment from your parents for doing something really stupid. But then like two weeks later, you look back at it and you're kind of like, yeah, I was being a huge tool. I totally deserve that, <laughs> right? You like wasted a ton of energy, like throwing a fit about it, but man, you kind of deserved it. Or maybe, maybe this too, this will touch another nerve. Maybe you've gone through a breakup with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you just thought, man, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know if life can ever go on. And now you're a month out of it and you're like, man, that's the best thing that ever could have happened to me, <laughs> right? Right? Okay, so we kind of wasted heartbreak. We kind of wasted that heartbreak. I want you to see that there's all types of heartbreak in our lives. But I want to push those simple heartbreaks and those kind of stupid, silly heartbreaks, I want to push them to the side. Because I want to talk about something tonight that I want to introduce you to. It's called healthy heartbreak. It's a healthy way of letting our heart break. We choose the things that break our heart. Does that make sense? We choose the door that's open to our hearts. And so think, just think about um, all these incredible things and the ways that, that hearts can be broken. And then think about this. Challenge you with this. Great things happen because hearts get broken. Okay? Great things happen because hearts get broken. Because then that broken heart goes and does something about it. Right? 
action is brought out of that because someone's heartbroken. I want you, with the person that you're standing next to, to come up with one good thing that's happened in the world that's come out of someone being heartbroken and then acting on it. Go. Try to come up with something. Fifteen seconds. Think of something good that happened because someone's heart broke. Ten seconds. Five seconds. One. And, okay, give me a good answer. Someone got a good answer right here. The hurricanes. People went and helped with those hurricanes because their heart broke for those people who got their homes swept away. That's very good. I like it. What's another answer? What else did you come up with? Yeah, in the back. What'd you got? Boom. That was my next point in my message. I owe you a candy bar or something. Hold me to it. Okay. Uh, one more. I'm going to take one more. Yes, Dakota. What? What? Houston floods. Yeah. Hurricane. Yep. I totally agree. I'm going to take one more. That was a good one. Nice. Over here. Mudslides in California, you see a lot of helpers going out to help those people, right? It's because their heart broke for these people who got buried alive in mud. That's pretty crazy, right? So to my point, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we just ended up celebrating that. Man, do you think his heart broke for equality? Yeah, absolutely. So you think of people, have you ever seen like in a movie or, or in a real life video, someone running into a burning building to save someone? Have you seen that? Yeah. Um, do you think their heart broke for the people that were in there that were about to die? Yeah, absolutely. Um, think about IJM, International Justice Mission, or like the Stop Fund here in Grand Island, or organizations that try to fight human trafficking and sex trafficking in the world. Do you think their heart breaks for the people who are still enslaved in the world? Yeah, absolutely. And they act on it, and things come out of that. Do you see, do you see the trend? I'm saying, I'm saying we choose what, what breaks our heart. Okay, we, we, we got to let our heart break for the right things and embrace the things that our heart breaks for, if that makes sense. I'll, I'll give you an example. Healthy heartbreak goes hand in hand with everything we do here at Element, with everything we do. The reason we want you to shut your mouth and not be a distraction during Element is because of our healthy heartbreak of some students in here who feel like life is pointless and there's no point to live. Our heart breaks for those students, and so we do something about it, and that's why we want you to shut your mouth during this time. Does that make sense? Our hearts break. We have a healthy heartbreak for students that we don't want you to distract during worship because they just lost a brother or a dad or a grandpa that meant so much to them, and they just need some hope in life, and they just need some healing in their heart. Our heart breaks for them, and so we're going to do something about it. We have a healthy heartbreak at Element for students whose parents are going through a divorce. And in their life, it is a living hell and at the same time an ice-cold jail cell in their hearts. Our hearts break for them. And we're going to do something about it. But it would be an absolute tragedy if we at Element decided, you know what, our hearts break, but we're not going to do anything about it. Like if you're like, you know what, 
Who cares? We're not going to round up and find 64 adult leaders who willingly give up their time with the people they love way more than you, but they love you enough to come here every week to be your support system and pray for you. But we could just go, we could just go, you know what, who cares? Now nah, we're not going to do that. You guys are on your own. What if, what if we knew of all the heartbreak that was happening in your life and the students' lives that you tell us about and your friends' lives that you tell us about and we just go, well, who cares? Life sucks and then you die. And then we just send you home. Wouldn't that just be a tragedy? And we didn't even tell you. We didn't even tell you about a God that loves you so much that he went through all the pain that you're currently going through so you didn't have to go through that pain for eternity. Wow. Would that not be, ladies and gentlemen, the biggest waste of time on this face of this planet if we didn't even do anything about the heartbreak that we have? I want you to understand that. But instead, we claim to follow Jesus. We claim to follow Jesus. And, and when we look at the heartbreak that he has, we see something different. When his heart is broken, there's action that follows. When his heart is broken, you see him doing something about it. When his heart breaks, you see him hanging from a cross. When his heart breaks, you see him being ripped to shreds saying, forgive them, God. They don't know what they're doing. I love these people so much, and they have no idea what they're doing, but I love them, and I don't want to be separated from them, so I'll go through this for them. A healthy heartbreak leads to action. And I'll prove it. This is John chapter 11. This is verse 33 through 35. Speaking Jesus finding out that one of his best friends, Lazarus, had died. And it says, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her was also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled. His heart was broken. He had a heartbreak. Where have you laid him? He asked, come and see, Lord. They replied, Jesus wept. And then the Jews said, see how much he loved them. The people who wanted Jesus dead go, wow, he really loves them. His heart broke. And then, when he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, and his hands and feet wrapped in strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go, because he's alive. Action. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 41, a man with leprosy, his body was literally rotting off of his bones, and he comes to the Lord on his knees and says, if you want to heal me, please. And it says Jesus was indignant. That means he was torn up inside. His heart broke. And then, because of his heartbreak, he reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing. He said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Action. He did something about it. Matthew chapter 14, verse 14, it says, When Jesus landed, he was traveling by boat and he came to the shore. And he saw a large crowd and he had compassion on them. He looked at them and went, gosh, they need me. And then, what did he do? And he healed their sick. Action. You see action after heartbreak so much in the Bible from people who follow Jesus, so much so that 1 John, it begs the question, if, there is, if there's heartbreak and no action, does that person even know who Jesus is? It says this, it says, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, doesn't do anything about it, doesn't, isn't stirred emotionally, do they even know God? Ask yourself that question. 
Do I have pity on people who are struggling? If not, you've got a very hard question to answer. So here's Nehemiah. His heart's broken for these people. His heart is broken because God's heart is broken for these people. And he, what does he do? He signs up for the job. He owns it. I highly doubt he knows how to rebuild a city at this point, but he says, I've got to try. I've got to do something. And for those of you who follow Jesus here tonight, if you hear anything, hear this. Hear this. A healthy heartbreak demands action to be a kingdom worker. A healthy heartbreak demands that you step up and be a kingdom worker. The kid at school that looks miserable, and you know he's miserable. You're not stupid. And you see him or her all by themselves all the time with their headphones in, and they look about this close to death. A healthy heartbreak demands action to be a kingdom worker. Your single mom is trying so hard to make ends meet, and she needs some help around the house. A healthy heartbreak demands action from a kingdom worker. You feel it in your chest that kids with special needs need friends too. A healthy heartbreak demands action from a kingdom worker. Your little brother or your little sister just keeps on getting bullied. And they just so desperately need someone to act like they care. A healthy heartbreak demands action of a kingdom worker. Do you get it? You see that following Jesus in your heart breaks because his heart breaks. And if you're here tonight and you don't get this whole Jesus thing, you don't know what any, any of it's about or what it matters, I've been there, I know. I'm glad you're here. I know what it's like. <laughs> but I want you to tell, to tell you about the healthiest heartbreak of all, and that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I hope this is, I hope you hear this clearly. And I hope, even if you've heard it a million times before, I hope you, I pray, God, let them hear this clearly. God looked at you, not collectively us, he looked at you, and you, and you. And his heart broke because of the pain you feel. His heart broke because of how far you were from him. His heart broke because you didn't know what love is. And you've never felt love. And so God came to earth. It's hard to understand. But it happened through a man named Jesus. There's not a chance that you could explain his actions as selfish gain. Everything he did was for other people. And everything he did was out of heartbreak for others. And someone needed to take the punishment for what you've done against God. And his heart broke, and so he acted. And he chose to step into the jail cell that you deserve, that you deserve, that I deserve. I'm in the same boat with you. Because his heart broke so much for you. And he chose to be nailed to your cross that you deserve, and my cross that I deserve. But he said, I can't not die for these people. I can't not die for him or for her.
and he chose to be laid in your tomb where you should have been dead. And the power of his heartbreak overcame death. So you could live in an eternal bond with an eternal God. Free of charge. And with a clean record. Because his heart broke for you. And that's why they call it good news. That's why they call the gospel good news. That's what a healthy heartbreak looks like. So I want you to think about this when we sing our next song. Here's my, here's my question for you. What breaks your heart? I'm not talking about the stupid stuff. What breaks your heart? I'll tell you what breaks mine. I was at McDonald's and I was getting an ice cream cone and we were sitting in our car eating an ice cream cone. And you can ask my wife, this is a story of her and I both experienced. And this couple walks out of McDonald's screaming at each other, just screaming at each other, just filled with hate. And behind them was a little boy. And he was filthy. And his head was hung because his parents are fighting again. And he barely even had shoes on. And I thought for a moment, oh my God, that boy may never know what it feels like to be loved or know the love of God. I've got to tell him. And I wept for two hours straight. <laughs> I did. I just want to help him. I just want him to know. And that's why I'm here doing this, because you guys got to know. And you won't know if nobody tells you, so I'll do it. You don't, know, you don't need me. You don't need a cool guy to get you all excited. You need Jesus Christ. What breaks your heart? That broke mine. What breaks your heart so much that God is calling you to action about it? What breaks your heart and is demanding that you respond. I want you to close your eyes. Why don't you just stand up and close your eyes and keep your mouth shut. Don't, don't distract anybody right now. Don't do it. Because you have no idea what the person next to you is going through. Just close your eyes and shut your mouth. What is your healthy heartbreak that causes you to want to act? like Nehemiah did, running to a town to rebuild it. Or for God's sake, to act like Jesus. What breaks your heart for that? And this next song is about a God of compassion and a Savior that is mighty to act for you and no matter what you've done wrong. Jesus paid that price and your record is clean in his name and a savior that can move mountains is in your life and in your schools. And during this next song, I want you to ask God to shine a light in your world, to give you strength, to be a kingdom worker that acts and doesn't give in to the tragedy of heartbreak without a response. 
And I want to I, I want you to ask God to shine a light in your world to save you. If you have not, right where you are tonight, no matter what you've done, that he would save you through the power of faith in Jesus Christ. And he would be tugging on your heart so hard you couldn't do anything else. And listen, keep your eyes closed. I want you to let your heart sing tonight. We'll have it loud enough that nobody can hear you. Don't worry about that. Just keep your eyes closed. You'll know the words of this song. And if you don't, you can look, but keep your mouth shut. Don't you dare distract anybody. And I want you to open up the cage that your heart is being held in. Because singing in worship isn't about how good you sound. Singing in worship isn't about making a concert better. Singing in worship is about letting your heart get out. Sing from your heart. I wanna, first I wanna tell you something, then we're gonna do something together. Um, first, I, I was just thinking backstage, man, I'm so proud of you guys for being a family. That um, there's been so many new people that come to Element and find friends and find family. And that's a great first step in letting your heart break for students who need to know the Lord and just inviting them into this family. And rarely, it's rarely, that I see a student all by himself or all by herself. And man, if that is something that we hold on to as a family and we don't let anybody go it alone, that would be so good, wouldn't it? Like that's what we exist for, right? And I just wanna say I've seen that in you and I'm so proud of you for being that way. That you're not just a bunch of drama mamas that, <laughs> that just wanna push people away but that you invite people in. This is very unique. And God is doing huge things, okay? And the next thing that I want to do is I want you to bow your head and I'm going to lead you through some prayer. And I want you to just pray by yourself. You don't need to speak out loud. But I want to reassure you that every single person in here has a God who loves them and is listening. And maybe you've never prayed. Maybe you've only prayed table prayers that are empty and trying to bless a Big Mac that you're about to eat. But I want you to really focus in on a prayer tonight. And here's the first prayer I want you to pray. God, show me what breaks my heart. Ask God to show that to you. Is it the people in your schools who don't have anybody? Is it your mom and dad that you've been so mean to and you've just spit in their face for the last year? Is it people who, who don't have a home or kids that never have nice shoes? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know those kids that are just barely scraping by. Ask God to show you what breaks your heart. And it's different for every person. And God did that on purpose so that you could be that person to fill that gap. That your heart would break and you'd step up to rebuild and be a kingdom worker, okay? So the next prayer I want you to pray is, God, what do you want me to do about it? Ask God for your next step. He won't give you more than you can handle, but he will challenge you and he won't leave your side. He won't. That's not my promise, that's his promise, okay? Pray God what you need to do about that. Pray to God what you need to do about that.
the gap that you see in people's lives, the heartbreak that you feel, what is your response to that? Pray to God about that. Here's the last prayer, and this is a good one. And I hope you feel your soul smile. Thank Jesus that his heart broke for you and saved you from the pit of hell that you were in and came to rescue you. Thank Jesus for that. He loved you enough to come to that. Say, thank you, Jesus, for thinking of me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me because it feels like no one else does. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me a second chance in life because I blew the first chance. Thank Jesus for that. You guys, God is tugging on your hearts right now. This isn't just an emotional experience with a pad of music underneath of it. God is real and he's moving and he's powerful, okay? And he made you and his Holy Spirit is alive and active, okay? Thank Jesus for that. Now everyone take a deep breath, look up, it's good. There is so much hope found in Jesus Christ and you can live in that freedom and that hope. And your adult leaders are ready to talk to you about it. And man, if you're embarrassed to tell your adult leader something or to have them pray for you or something, stay after. That's a whole reason 64 adults are here. It's to love on you, support you, and pray for you. And a lot of you are thinking, good, because no one else is. Let them be that for you. That's why they're here, okay? And be the one to take the risk to step out in small group and actually say something meaningful. And the rest of us will admit and commit to not going and being a gossip girl or a gossip boy, but that this is a safe place, okay? Everybody nod your head that all will make this a safe place for people. Good, I like that. We're gonna sing just a little bit more, and I want you to feel the joy in your heart. I want you to feel the joy of being set free, okay? Jesus is gonna fight your battles if you let him. Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.